episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Glass. And today we'll be tackling Season 5, Episode 7, Children of Light. The original air date for this episode was November 6th, 1989. It was directed by Bill Corcoran. Corcoran, and it was written by Rick Middleman. This is his first of seven Mac, Mac episodes. Oh, I was gonna say like uh, I was hoping you were gonna say it was his only episode because we could say we cut out the middleman. No, no. This is uh, his first of seven. We have not yet eliminated the middleman. Um, so uh, why don't we describe this episode in brief? Uh, in this episode, uh, a group of Chinese students uh, are basically forming an underground uh, communications network to help get education and get people out of China, out of communist China. Right. Basically minor revolution stuff. And one of them sneaks out with a top secret tape and goes to MacGyver for help. Right. And uh, the beginning of this episode is in the houseboat where yeah. it looks like a bomb is being disarmed. Yeah, it's, it's super close up on Pete and Mac. Um, they're like sweating. Yeah, they're like freaking out. And, and MacGyver has the thing opened up and he's like dealing with the wires of yeah, it. And Pete keeps just calling out the time. Yeah. Like, like, he's like... He's like, it's set to go off at noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we pan, or we zoom out, and it's an alarm clock. Yeah. And... And it goes off at noon. It goes off at noon. Like, which means that MacGyver has fixed it. <laughs> it was supposed to go off yes, at noon. Yes, they were hoping it would go off at noon. Um, at the same time, a uh, cab drives up, and uh, a young Chinese girl comes out named Su Ling. Right. And when she comes to the door, MacGyver is surprised to see her, but recognizes her name by name. Right. And but you can tell there's a bit of an awkward, like, oh, hey, like, uh, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but once he hears the name, like, it, it takes a minute to click. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Su Ling. But she's taking a huge leap in assuming that he, like, has no idea what this person looks exactly. like. Exactly. he has pictures of this person. Um, or does he? I, maybe I not. Maybe he's I, never I actually think, met I think, her. I thought that they were only like either pen pals or. Uh, I guess that's possible. I didn't even consider th- that. This is back in the day. They never pen would pals. have seen her. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't be Facebook friends yet. <laughs> you didn't like my uh, picture about disarming that bomb. You yeah, just you didn't. You didn't it. like my selfie from Tiananmen Square. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's exactly what this episode is going to be about. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's um, part of a. Uh, I, what, I guess they call it a foster slash reuniting program. Right. Um, so when she was 14, and now she's 22. Mm-hmm. So MacGyver has been aware of her for the last, like, eight years. And she's now graduated, and she's looking for a place to stay while she goes to a university here in California. Right. And, of course, so MacGyver is more than willing to help. Yeah, uh, she's, she's basically completely registered, but the school messed up her registration and lost mm-hmm. all of her paperwork so that... Her room isn't ready for her to check in yet at yeah. the dorms, so she just needs a place to stay. And she's just just popping by to say hi while she looks for a place to stay. Right, right, right. No, this is pretty obvious what's happening yeah. here. Uh, meanwhile, two men in a vehicle outside, Zhao and Peng Chao, uh, are also watching Su Ling arrive, and they, uh, they casually kind of discuss the underground students network that that's going on now that basically i guess what's happened now is they have shut down the previous network 
right. but a new one is going to be established, and they're trying to figure out the information about when and where and, and the numbers that are going to be associated with it. Right. Uh, and it's a it's a fax machine network, which I think is the weirdest part of it. Yeah. Um, it's as unfuturistic as possible. <laughs> it's like, like, why would you make it exclusively fax? Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess that's just the way it is. That's what they were doing. And one of the first things she does, like, they're on the lookout for her to be, like, transmitting information to him because they think she's a spy. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she does is give him a back scratcher. So I thought for sure this is like, okay, this is the back scratcher with all the information in it right. somehow. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> So the next morning, uh, MacGyver and Suleng head out to the university to get her right. to make sure because now she like just needs to go in and check in, let her know that she's there and all that stuff. Um, so Zhao tells Yang to go and search the houseboat. I'm not making fun of the names. It's just that there, there's like there's a lot of them to keep track of in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because most of these characters are either unnamed. Or they only say the name once. Yeah. Um, but they all show up on the IMDb page. Yeah. So we at least know the characters' names, but it's hard to keep them straight. Uh, and as, a, as they arrive at the university, uh, Su Ling immediately like, kind of waves goodbye to MacGyver. And as soon as he's out of visual range, she walks straight away from the university. Yeah. And meets another young uh, boy student named Wing Lee. Right. And she gives him like the kind of like MI6 password. Yeah. Code response passwords. Kind yeah, of thing, the same as we got one. Uh, was there one in the that Papillon episode where it's just like, oh, but it's not cold until May or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. one of those type of phrases where people keep trading off. You're supposed to say this, and I'm supposed to say this until mm-hmm. we figure it out. I believe uh, Joe Don Baker and Goldmine said, "You stiff ass Brits and your secret codes." <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, you're just gonna learn to drop it. <laughs> Uh, Wing Lee, uh, like, kind of stumbles through the password, because I guess he hasn't done this in a while. Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, he is one of the members of the student underground here in the United States. Um, and they're both photographed together from the shadows. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, they're they're piecing together the their own network, the, the bad guys. Uh, but Su Ling isn't willing to exchange anything here. She, she wants to wait till tomorrow. And uh, I think she just she's just initial contact. And she also suspects that she's being watched. Right. So it's not a hundred percent a surprise to her that they're being photographed right now. Right. Which, if I was Wing Lee, I would be kind of upset. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, they, you didn't try and lose your tail or anything. Yeah. Or you didn't do like the like the back to back park bench kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like why are you just standing here talking directly to me? Because now they're <laughs> gonna follow me home. <laughs> exactly. You gotta be more discreet about these kinds of things. Uh. And uh, meanwhile, Pete comes back to the houseboat. Yeah. Uh, I love, I mean, I guess this is just the nature of Pete and MacGyver's relationship, because Pete just walks in. Yeah. He just, he just, he just comes in. He's always welcome. Yeah. Uh, but he comes in during the middle of the, the ransacking of the, of the place, and he immediately notices something is up, and uh, one of the guys just jumps down from MacGyver's loft and just tackles him to the ground. Yeah, and yeah. Basically knocks him out. Yeah. Man, P should really have brain damage from how many times he's been just knocked out. He is, out. yeah, he has had, like, broken bones, not been... Was shot numerous times. Yeah. What happened to his karate lessons from uh Yeah, they from really didn't pay off. Oh, wait, they cut those out, though. Out of oh, the that's other. right, yeah. It depends on which <laughs> had, broadcast you're watching. <laughs> one, one episode he had karate lessons, one episode he did not. So, I still think it's canon that he should know, he should have a master's degree in karate. In studying karate. A master's degree black belt. (laughs) 
uh, at the Chinese embassy, uh, or is it the consulate? I get, I get, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know which one it was, is the same thing. Maybe. <laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> I, I think that they call it the consulate and yeah. wrote down embassy. Um, basically, uh, uh, Chow is the guy in charge here. He's, right. He is the, the, the consulate general, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Uh, uh, but his men report into him uh, and about Wingley that he, like someone that he's been, he's like a sus- person of interest in this. Right. And so he wants more information about this guy. And as, uh, Su Ling returns to the boat, uh, uh, houseboat that is. Yeah. Pete and MacGyver have already had a chance to talk, and Pete's basically They've like put two and two together here. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's like, I tried to help you help her out with the university, like making some calls, but they don't know who she is, and also two Chinese guys just knocked me totally, out. Yeah, and ransacked your place. <laughs> so something is clearly going on here. Um, so they confront Su Ling, and she. She really tries to shrug it off. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, my English is not so good. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it was fine yesterday. What happened? Uh, so she she admits that, that she is not Su Ling. But that she was Su Ling's friend and, and yeah. roommate at the college where they went to school together mm-hmm. and were both part of the student underground in China. Correct. And uh, her name is Mei Jan. And then she confesses that Su Ling died during a protest. Right. She was one of several protesters who were killed. Now, are they, is this the implication that, that she died at Tiananmen Square? I think so. Okay. I don't, I mean, they were just, a, like, they were killed in the sort of adjacent rioting that went right. on during the Tiananmen Square situation. Yeah. But she's smuggled a bunch of footage of mm-hmm. the Tiananmen Square massacre Yeah, she, into yeah, she got it out of town. Um, as, as well as the phone numbers. Right. Uh, so she shows MacGyver and Pete the VHS tape that she has. That Which did. she ha- had, like, hidden amongst MacGyver's VHS tapes on the wall. Yeah, yeah. One of his... Like, amongst all the other things that Jack has taped over. Yeah. <laughs> like, all his westerns. Are just, that would have been a funny... She's like, Here, here's the tape. And then it's like, first it shows footage of, like, diamonds that were recently sold. And then it just blurs out. <laughs> blurs out to a western and then blurs back out. <laughs> to the end of the square. He's like, everyone tapes over my westerns. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so now a serious note, the, the, the footage is pretty, pretty dramatic. Yeah. It's very brutal. Um, and, and this I, wasn't long after Tiananmen Square. Right. So, um, maybe this was, this could have been I mean, real. in part an effort to like educate people on just so everybody knows this was really terrible what happened and yeah. it was kind of suppressed a lot. And, and I mean, this, I mean, we're still kind of like, well, I would say we're kind of, we are definitely still high tension with China yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Um, but back in this time, it was especially high. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're still coming off the heels, you know, not super close to Vietnam, but I mean, it's just been a decade. Yeah. Um, and uh, so things with China still aren't, aren't super great. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of these episodes deal with communism. Yeah. I mean, we, we especially earlier on, but it, it kind of, works its way in and out even yeah. even it's gonna come, come back in 10 percent solution pretty hardcore <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh so yeah so th- th- this is important stuff like that like that that they, she needs to get seen yeah like she she needs it to get to the news and get broadcast across the uh, across the planet if ideally yeah but she only has this one copy on vhs mm-hmm. yeah just one uh so, uh, meanwhile, Wing Lee is, of course, nabbed because 
he was photographed with Mei Jan. Right. And so they, they basically like know everything now about Wing Li, and they say, hey, we notice your mom is still in China. It'd be really terrible if something bad happened to her yeah. because you didn't cooperate Typical with Typical mafia. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Why don't you just say, we're going to beat her up and yeah. kill her if you don't it cooperate? It would be terrible if something happened to her. It's like, I agree. Hopefully nothing will happen anyway. <laughs> Gosh, like, I, what if he doesn't why, pick up on it? <laughs> why would you even put that out there? Yeah. <laughs> God, it just gave me, you're going to give me nightmares now I, thinking about that. i got to go call her. I'm right back. Uh, it turns out she's fine, so. But I, I appreciate your concern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, know, we, you need to work on your approach. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. I meant we were going to hurt her if you don't follow yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I meant Okay, to well, say. you could have just said that. I'm not recording you. <laughs> yeah, like, and if I was, what you said before would be just as incriminating. <laughs> so, uh, Mei Jan, uh, she needs to deliver the tape to the underground. Again, now, at this point, like she's still determined to bring it to the underground right. to be distributed. But she's got Pete and MacGyver and the Phoenix Foundation now. Yeah. Like, on so her side. So this is pre-YouTube, so she still thinks she has to go through her channels. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and uh, and she also shows them the, the list of phone numbers, which she also memorized. Right. Which was a good precaution on her part. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know of how many numbers I could memorize. Like, I used to know phone numbers by heart until yeah. I got a cell phone, and now I don't remember any phone numbers. But, you know, I always say, like, people say, like, oh, the cell phones are, you know, now no one remembers anything because it's all on their phone. It's like, that's true, but I remember all my passwords. Right. I have, like, a hundred different passwords for different websites. Right. And um, I know way more than I did before because I have a phone that's connected to the internet. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, I think there's a trade-off between knowing phone numbers and, and knowing the passwords to access the phone numbers. Yeah. Or having access to... Uh, every vice president yeah. <laughs> you know like just pull up a list of it immediately it's like yeah i didn't know this before and now i have it in a moment's notice mm-hmm. uh so macgyver goes with Jan to meet wingley at the university and wingley is kind of like eh, i don't know about this guy who's this guy um but we know that he's really nervous because he's being blackmailed right. or coerced into uh, stealing this information. Yeah. But he's trying to play off his nervousness is that he's just suspicious of MacGyver. Right. Uh, uh, but he says that he has a place to hide Mei Jan. Um, again, because MacGyver's place obviously has been compromised. Yeah, and he's basically trying to smuggle her back over to the consulate to Correct. protect his mother. Yeah. So as soon as they leave, like, Wing Lee is, like, like s- struggling with it but still going through with it. And he, d- he just tells her, he does, like, the thing, like, I, lo- I love it dr- for dramatic purposes. Like, I'm really sorry and she goes, why? Right before they like, get Like, yeah. grabber. Yeah. It's like, ah, they time it so perfectly. Uh, and uh, so, like, you know, the men, of course, thank Wing Lee for his service to right. to the people. And uh, so Wing Lee immediately goes to MacGyver's place. I would have taken Wing Lee as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. We've already established that both of these people are connected to the student underground. Yeah. The There's no reason not to bring them both into yeah. custody. I mean, I appreciate that these guys are sticking to their word. Like, yeah. oh, we're not, we're, no, we're no longer going to hurt your mother because you yeah. cooperated. It's like, no, you continue to use his mother yeah. as as a means of controlling him. Yeah, and now you can you have someone to infiltrate the rest of the yeah, student project exactly. with. Um, the, the, the actor playing Wing Lee, though, we should say, is is Jaima, who was the ambassador Han in Rush Hour, in the mm-hmm. Rush Hour series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But he's great. I like him. So, but Wing Lee immediately goes back to MacGyver's place. Yeah. 
Again, they're not following him anymore for some reason. Uh, and he, he just says, I betrayed Mei Chan, I betrayed the students, uh, I, I need your help, basically. And, and rather than actually help him, MacGyver like, sort of crowdsources help by yeah. just saying, like, oh, well, why don't we talk to this whole student underground that you belong to and have mm-hmm. them go protect your mom? Yeah. It's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? As if I don't have access to the... Yeah. Whatever. So they reach out to whoever is still in the mainland mm-hmm. to say, hey, find my mom, smuggle her out of where she lives so that she's safe. Right. And that we can turn on these people. Because here's the thing about that, too. It's like, this is one of those situations, of course, where you get involved in, in political craziness and your family's put at risk. Right. This happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those, it's also one of those things that's just like, it's like, oh, you've taken your mother, taken her away, but what, what, she has to live on the run for the rest of her life? Yeah. I mean, she's never going to go back to her house. Yeah, like because oh. there's two goons sitting on her like front porch. Yeah, exactly. Like, like did she did she have a job? It's not like the government's going to give up hunting for her. <laughs> um, so typically, this would be a situation where at the end of the episode, she would be smuggled into the United yeah, States. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Like, All right, you live here now. Um, I mean, I guess it. it I mean, I don't know, I'll say we can just say what happens. I mean, she is smuggled to at least technically outside of China. Right, yeah. She's taken to Hong Kong. Hong Kong, yeah. Which at the time was stolen by the British. Right. Uh, but... Now so, it's independent. Yeah, now, now it's back to China. Um, which is so still so weird to me, because it's like the least communist place on the planet, practically. Yeah. It's such a huge like, commerce yeah, and capitalism. Yeah, it's super capitalism. <laughs> uh, so, uh, back at the consulate... Uh, Mei Zhan, Chow, and his, his his group are reviewing the video, and uh, they just say, uh, destroy the tape, and then they're going to keep Mei Zhan until she gives up the phone numbers. Right. Which, I don't think she reveals that she's memorized them, um, but, you know, either way they get them. If they, if they torture them out of her or she gives up the numbers, they're still no longer valid. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know... It seems to me that if they have access to the fax network, which they do, like I repeat now, have access to the fax network, yeah. they can say, hey, all these numbers are compromised. Send us new numbers right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how hard it is to get phone numbers in China. I'm surprised that the VHS tape from China works fine in an American VCR. Oh, yeah. There's no never, region issues. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because I think China's pal, but I could be wrong. No, they're not our pal. They're not our pal. <laughs> they were definitely not at this time. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know at that at that time especially. Uh, that's, a good, that's a very good question. They they don't bring that kind of stuff up. Yeah. As, as video experts and but then all of the, all the VCRs were made by Japanese companies anyway. So yeah. maybe it's not that that different. Uh, MacGyver now realizes that Meijan is being held at the consulate, so he's kind of just like sneaking around the building, and. He's spotting all the video, different video cameras that are hidden all the way around, and he basically just kind of climbs up onto a wall and then sneaks onto the top of a truck as it's pulling in. Right. And uh, and I thought that maybe his plan was to get caught. So that he would get put in the same area that she was? Yeah, because, like, he gets, but, like, because it doesn't seem like he's able to avoid the video cameras. And because as soon as he gets into the building, he's immediately, like, drawn upon by yeah. guns. Yeah. 
And but it, but he kind of does like that aw shucks kind of like I got caught yeah, kind of thing. It does but, it does seem fairly on purpose. Um, and uh, but yeah, they, so of course they do immediately put him in with Mei Jen because now it's kind of like you give us the phone numbers, we're going to kill this guy. Yeah. Ah, see now we got you. Yeah, now you're going to give us the numbers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Harry and Dumber number. Just give me the number. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're just asking for her phone number. They don't even want like any information for the Fax Network. Yeah, it's like just want to take you out, like you know, to a movie. An Come on, movie. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> uh, Mejan tells MacGyver, like, of course, like she's super upset that she's failed everyone. She's failed, especially uh, Su Ling, and the tape's been destroyed. But aha, MacGyver, with his infinite sense, made and copies. His huge overstock of vhs tapes <laughs> tapes over tapes to tape yeah. over yeah oh god i wish they would have he, shown acci- the... he accidentally taped a western over her tape <laughs> they show the news footage <laughs> yeah here's some shocking footage from china it's like macgyver i'm so sorry did you pull that tab off the front of the tape yeah but i taped back over it so it'd be protected uh, but yeah, so luckily the tape is in good hands. Pete is working on getting it to the news. Uh, and, uh, which I guess it is immediately cause we're cut, we cut to, uh, Chow watching the news and seeing the footage. Yeah. Uh, and basically, uh, Chow and Zhao are both like, uh, once, once the Chinese government finds out about this, not only are we going to be recalled, but we're probably going to be executed. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of uh, every time she smiles when he's like, "Yeah, we're not we're not going to go to like a prison at this point. We're going to get like <laughs> cigarettes and blindfolds downstairs." <laughs> yeah. Um, but Zhao seems pretty confident that as long as they destroy all the evidence that Mei Jian and Wing Li were ever suspects, um, they can just play it off that that they stuck they, through. Oh, they got through. We didn't we didn't even know about it. Yeah, we we tried. There's no way we, we could have prevented it. Yeah. You guys should have prevented them leaving the country, but you didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, what are we supposed to do? This isn't even our country. Yeah. If you couldn't catch them in your own country, why can't? Why do we have to catch them in this one? Yeah. Uh, so they just immediately like start like, like shredding like as if like a World War II bunker is just about to be taken by yeah, the yeah. Allies. <laughs> this is like the last days of Enron. Just like <laughs> chew through all of our paperwork as quickly as we can. Uh. Yeah, so they, they start sh- doing a shredding. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Pete gets word that his mother, uh, sorry, that Wing Lee's mother is safe. Right. So he and Wing Lee head down to the consulate. Right. Because the fax machine was at MacGyver's place. Right. For some reason. And the plan now is to essentially, since they know that they're in there, to organize some kind of a protest from outside. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so the Phoenix Foundation makes up a whole bunch of signs and... Uh, because uh, there's already a protest going. Like, there's been a protest, like, throughout the episode right. outside the consulate. Um, and they just keep kind of, like, casually looking out the window and, like, going yeah. at the protesters. But now it's a more pointed protest because instead of just being against the actions being taken by the Chinese government, now it's about Kidnapping. the actions being taken by this particular building and mm-hmm. people being held prisoner there. Uh, meanwhile, MacGyver is working on his escape plan from this utility room, which, of yeah. course... Everything MacGyver could ever need yeah, is in this room. Yeah, they always lock him in a room with way too many ingredients. Um, see, Murdoch... See, Murdoch at least has it right. Like, he, he tries like, to give MacGyver... Hey, you're in a cage. Yeah. Figure it out. 
Which, of course, he does. Yeah. But... Because he usually doesn't bother to take his Swiss Army knife off of him. Or his belt. Yeah. Basically, you have to put MacGyver naked in a cage. Yeah. And then blindfold him and tie his hands up. Yeah. Then maybe... There's only a couple characters on this show that could get him naked in a cage <laughs> without being suspicious. Uh... I'm looking at you, Penny. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> get, out, get out of here, Nikki. Um... Uh, so, but MacGyver is just kind of using like straight up physical force to break down this door. There's a, a vice uh, in the in this like on a workbench, right? And he just takes a section of pipe and just starts cranking the vice open, uh, which uh, you know the, the torque on the vice is able to put the pressure against the door and just basically pop right. it right off the hinges. Yeah. And uh, and and they're kind of like in some super weird back room. I guess like they're like beneath the kitchen yeah because like they come up a set of stairs and then all of a sudden they're in the kitchen uh and there's like a guard who's like sitting back in a chair like super leaned back um up against the wall so macgyver basically just kicks the leg out from <laughs> under him um it kind of reminded me of uh mr bean you ever seen like the mr bean sketch where he's like a security guard at a museum i don't know if i have he, he's like sitting in a chair sleeping and he keeps like leaning back and he keeps thinking he's gonna fall over but he doesn't and then he like he comes forward and then he slips forward off onto his knees and he's still asleep and then he's <laughs> on his the face ground. he just never wakes up <laughs> but the chair keeps like leaning with him and every which way he goes yeah uh what is he up to i haven't seen ron atkinson in a while i mean johnny english too was like what three years ago now they made a sequel to that? Yeah. I don't even remember that. And he, he was at the um, the British Olympics. Oh, okay. The, the British Summer Olympics. So I guess that was four or... So that was four years ago then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was like a, just a thing I saw him in. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, now, like, basically, uh, now that Chow and Zhao have destroyed all the evidence, the only two remaining evidence pieces are MacGyver and Meijin, right. personally. Which, so it's their turn to be destroyed. Yeah. We're going to do the, the bigger shredder. <laughs> or the same one. It's going to take a lot longer. Yeah, you have to flay them. Ugh. You have to take all the staples out first. <laughs> See, like, I... <laughs> what? <laughs> MacGyver was worried about his weight, and so he had... Yeah, he had a stomach thing. staple. We have to take those out before we put them through the paper shredder. <laughs> uh, so as a... As a Zhao and his men are like heading down to kill MacGyver. MacGyver just basically hits them with a set of double doors. Yeah. Um, and then uh, but, takes both of them out. Yeah, he doesn't knock them out, but they they're forced to run the other way. Yeah. And so they they run upstairs to the roof, and he just kind of he barricades the roof door with a piece of wood, and it seems to like infinitely confound these men. Yeah. Like what? How, because MacGyver has way too much time now up on this roof to put together a plan, and all the they just like keep doing like the the battering ram battering ram with your shoulder kind yeah. of thing and it, it, it's like there's got to be another way to get up onto this roof yeah there's a fire escape we already saw that there was a fire escape yeah go up the fire escape does the fire escape go the whole way to the roof though are they counting yes. on people <laughs> needing an escape from the roof from the roof <laughs> the uh, building's on fire let's get to the roof quick <laughs> wait doesn't the fire go up uh so macgyver's kind of looking for a way down and he sees that pete has like pulled up with a van yeah so he has mayjan start like pulling up a 
all the cabling for the the satellite dishes. Which again, there seems to be an awful excess of slack cable. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's just ripping coax off the roof in every which way. Yeah. And meanwhile, MacGyver like uh, bends a just like a standard broadcast antenna. Yeah. Like he like he starts like working working at around at it. Uh, they toss the excess cable down to Pete, who hooks it onto his trailer hitch, and then just has the van like put tension on it. Right, pulls it taut. Yeah. Meanwhile, the bad guys have gotten a fire axe, and now they're chopping at this fire door. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, friggin' Shining style. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, I didn't mention. <laughs> Sorry, I'll go back real quick. I forgot. Like uh, in the kitchen fight. Uh, MacGyver gets one of their guns and just tosses it into a pot of soup. Yeah, yeah. And the cook gets really furious like, at it. Oh, I'm not supposed to add the gun at this step. <laughs> Ancient Chinese recipe. Yeah. Uh, uh, I so, like to think that he left it in there, though, and some like the ambassador going got served a soup with a gun in it later. Yeah. What's this gun doing in my soup? The backstroke. What? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> Uh, so. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, so with the now they have a zip line down. Right. Um, this is like the craziest part. So MacGyver puts the bent aerial on top of the line. This would be so painful. Yeah, because they slide down and he puts his coat up over it, which I I'm, I'm assuming he's trying to use it as a brake. As a bit, yeah, like just like the friction and like putting tension on it, like would help slow them down. Yeah, but they hit the ground so yeah. hard, and it doesn't really look staged. Yeah, it looks like it looks like they came in a lot hotter than they were supposed to. Yeah, and hit the ground too hard. Because like I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like was, you know, sitting in a chair for the rest of the week, like yeah. not walking. Because uh, MacGyver like kind of like stumbles away, but she full on face plants. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, man, right on the sidewalk. Yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, like, they're okay. They get up. Yeah. And, uh, and the, of course, the people at the consulate are like, oh, no, they got away. And <laughs> <laughs> As they're falling off the building? What was that sound effect? <laughs> I don't know why I did oh, that. Oh, no, they got away. It's <laughs> a ritualistic suicide. <laughs> we know what's gonna happen here. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much they're pretty much dead men. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So uh, the uh, the Act Five roundup is that uh, Wing Lee's mother has gotten to safety in Hong Kong. Right. The phone numbers have gotten to the underground network, and and a hospital in China has upgraded Su Ling's condition from dead to alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't happen. Uh, but. But Zhao Chao and his men uh, have been dismissed right. from the consulate, and we can assume that they're dead. Right. They're a <laughs> affirmative. I poked it. It was dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're not coming back. Um, although we did have other characters who like who failed the government who came back for vengeance later on. Yeah. Like yeah lost yeah. love. Yeah. Uh, so this is not the last we've seen of China. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, you know, I'll get you next time gadget kind yeah. of thing. Uh, it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, you know, obviously, like, international intrigue. I, uh, I'm not sure if that's the right term to use. But it's, it's certainly, like, anti-government, like, going against, like, 
a big political force yeah. for change and to get the truth out. And that's MacGyver's bag, right? Yeah. And I thought it was odd to start a relatively serious episode with such like a jokey cold open, but I yeah. really like the joke of it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's totally worth it. But, um, but yeah, it, it's a little bit more serious than some of the other episodes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I don't think it gets fumbled as much as sometimes the really serious messages do. No, yeah, absolutely. This 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 is handled very very well. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know they 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 don't they don't make light of it in any situation. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's it's also kind of like I don't know. It's also pretty much kind of like your standard MacGyver episode. Yeah. It, it's it, it's it's nothing. Although typically, I mean, w- with the exception of. Um, I'm trying to remember which other episode it was recently now, but usually we're making up the names of countries to avoid offending like actual yeah. countries. Oh, of course. And here they're just like, nope, China's terrible. China is the worst, <laughs> and you should know about it. Yeah. I think I'm wondering if that's more of just playing up to the audience. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's against China. Let's let's, let's make China look really yeah. bad. We haven't picked on China yet this season. Uh. I often, I often wonder about that, too, with, like, the Fallout games. Because the Fallout games, like, the whole war that is basically the war with China. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, do these games come out in China? Yeah. And or if they do, is it a different country? Yeah. It comes out or of... is it the United States yeah. that went to war with China? Um, I mean, I guess that would be the PC way to do it, is just be like, oh, man, those terrible Americans. Just, like, turn yeah. it around, and it's like, hey, this is an American game, so they're allowed to pick up themselves. Uh, I mean... In, in China's defense, in that game, everyone's killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no one gets out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mutually assured destruction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you know, this, this episode's pretty decent. I remember watching this when we used to do our MacGyver Nights. Um, I, I can't remember who picked it or if it was one of, like, I said, oh, yeah. This I is don't think I was here for that night because I did not remember this episode. Yeah. I, 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 only, I only remember it because, of, for some reason, the, um, the protesters' chant is, like, burned into my mind. The free May Jam, free China, free May Jam, free China. China. I was, I was like, I I think about that like every so often. And when I started watching this episode, I immediately remembered the chant before it even came in. I was like, oh man, I remember this episode for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um. If you guys have any thoughts you want to share on this episode, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at facebook.com slash phoenixfoundationpodcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Uh, Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 5, Episode 8, Black Rhino. Yeah. Uh, Which features the return of Kim Goody Jr. And Kai Wolf. And Kai Wolf, both playing new characters. Yep. (laughs) And Roger Aaron Brown comes back. Thank you for listening. Thank you.